0: This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance and Feeding America, Eastern Wisconsin. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with your host, food writer and critic for the Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about Ann's. Really cool, interesting piece about three must-try Milwaukee restaurants for the frugal foodie. Say that five times fast. <laughs> we also got some sad news about Bayview's Mistral. And we're going to talk about my piece of Milwaukee Magazine, uh, pairing local dishes and snacks with sake. Well, we're going to kick it off and with uh, a piece you put in uh, over at milwaukeemag.com the 3 must try milwaukee restaurant for the frugal foodie. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the origin of this story and uh, and what places did you highlight and why?
1: Okay. Uh origins of this story is um, that I think a lot of us are often looking for places that are that are affordable that you can go to every night, not spend a ton of money, feel really comfortable there, and uh feel like that you're going to get a really good meal each time you're there. So that was that was the impetus for doing this story. So it's not cheap eats, that's not what it's about. It's about, you know, places that are a value and and give you quality. So I just came up with three places in fairness, this, the print version of this story has one restaurant included, Tariq, that just went out of business. And I didn't; they didn't tell me they were going out of business. In the print version, I included a restaurant called Tusk, which is was a really oh, great yeah. bar restaurant mm-hmm. in Washington Heights, which um, kind of suddenly announced that they're going to be, um, they closed and they're going to they're going to put a new concept in there. So um, I had included it. Um, in the print version, not knowing. And um, so I did kind of a slightly different version for our web audience. Um, and the three restaurants I have um, are uh, Ness and Dorma, which you are, I'm sure, very familiar with. Yes. Um, in River West. Uh, the Swing and Door Exchange, which is a great little uh, bar on Michigan Street downtown. And uh, Honey Pie. Honey Pie. Honey Pie um, is a longtime Bayview restaurant, which uh, moved to a new location just recently and reopened uh, in that space. Now they're only doing patio dining, but they're going to reopen that dining room um, sometime early this fall. So mm-hmm. all these restaurants, I think, are places where you can go in and kind of you know, just get this quality and valuable ex- a value experience. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you're not spending too much, get really good food and you can go any night of the week. You know, it's not a special occasion type mm-hmm. of restaurant.
0: Yeah. I like those kind of places. Cause yeah. like, you know, I live around the corner from Nessa Dorma. It's a great ambiance vibe and you don't walk out feeling like I have to eat ramen when ramen I get home. It's yeah. ramen for the next two weeks, you know. Right. Um. So, and I love swinging door as well. So. Or you,
1: you also don't need to, to feel like, oh, I'm still hungry when I left here. I got to go yeah. home and eat that ramen, you know. Because
0: you go to a restaurant, you go, you get the the fifty dollar scallops, and you get two scallops, and right? And you're like, dude, come on, man.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So it, it is. I love I love those places. It's nice to have those kind of vibes where you can still feel kind of fancy, but not too fancy in the wallet i guess that makes sense right so thank you you can check out the the whole piece and some of the uh dishes you highlight over at milwaukee magazine's website at milwaukee mag.com we we'll post links at our website at radio milwaukee.org slash this bites we'll be right back radio milwaukee's podcasts sound different because they're powered by the community Member support is what allows us to focus on Milwaukee and the things that make our community special. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org donate to power Radio Milwaukee's local focus. Let's talk about your garage. It could be so much more, but that car you're not using, it's just sitting there, taking up space. Make room for your dreams by donating that vehicle to us. We'll have it picked up and use the proceeds to support Radio Milwaukee, and you could even get a tax deduction. Learn more at radiomilwaukee.org slash cars. We're back on This bite's the longest running Milwaukee culinary podcast with your host, Anne Christensen from Milwaukee Magazine and me, DJ Tariq of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. Uh, got some news, Anne. Uh, posted over Milwaukee Magazine's website that I did not know. It's like one of my favorites. If I go on dates, which is never, <laughs> I would go to this place. Uh, but I don't, no one wants to date me like you. I know people are knocking down the doors for you. You probably go there a lot. Nobody Um, wants to date
1: me either, Tariq. Oh,
0: that's not what I hear. Yeah. I I get people hitting me up. What's, can you give me, can you give me Ann's number? I want to talk to her. Can you you give me Ann's number? And I'm like, no, I can't. Like, you have to wait in line like everybody else does. Um, but anyway, there's some sad news. Um, I I called it probably the best. I personally call it the best date restaurant in the city. Bayview's Mistral, who recently reopened <laughs> to dine in, uh, all of a sudden announced that they closed. Um, so the owners who also own the Avalon Theater, which is adjacent, the Rosebud and Time Center uh, Time Center Cinema uh, announced that as of a few days ago, they are permanently closed. And I'm reading a, a note from what they wrote. Your patrons your patronage was appreciated, and we hope you continue to support the Avalon Theater, Rosebud, and the Time Cinema. Outstanding Mistral gift cards can be refunded for the cash value amount remaining on the card, and can be exchanged for an Avalon gift card. Um, so I mean, I love that place. I'm sad to.
1: I see am that place, too. Especially
0: I'm- like right next to a movie theater. It's like a perfect, you know. I thought that was a brilliant idea.
1: I agree. Um yeah. and I really liked what, you know, Joe Schreider was the head chef there. Um and he had left and he was he's been working over at the diplomat with Dane Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of wondered what was gonna happen to Mistral um after he left. So yeah, that makes me sad too.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's just a perfect little spot. Right? Yeah. You know, they make good cocktails. They had this uh um octopus dish that was so good oh
1: um, yes their octopus the, was really
0: yeah, good like i had a romesco sauce or something yeah. i remember yeah it really good um and i used to go there right before movie by myself because you know i don't no one wants to hang out with me uh anyway uh next um let's talk about a piece i wrote from milwaukee magazine yes. I, I, I got a chance to write a piece for milwaukee magazine on my my love of sake Mm -hmm. Um, I've been, you know, I've been, as you know, uh, I've been in this journey to learn more about sake and maybe start brewing my own sake in the future. Uh, And it's been a fun journey so far. I've been doing tastings at no studios, but you asked me to write a piece about sake and we decided to pick local dishes and snacks and treats to pair with sake. Uh, and I kind of want to just share this. You can, like, it's in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. You can also find it online. We'll post a link at our website at readmilwaukee.org. I got a chance to, like, go through my knowledge of tastings and how you pair foods with, you know, sweet and acidity and all that kind of stuff using sake as the foundation. So I wanted to pick some local dishes that I'm a fan of and a variety of things and, like, treats and sweets and places I love. And Pira with Sake I love. And I find that was really good. And um, again, thank you for the opportunity. I yeah. just want to share well, some of the... Before go you
1: go into that, I'm hoping that this is just the start of things, Tariq. You're going to do more yeah. stories for us.
0: I hope so, too. Yeah. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to talk about how to prepare and clean chitlins.
1: <laughs> <magazine>. Okay, sure. <laughs>
0: uh, and then we'll do it at your house.
1: Oh yes, of course, right. Mm-hmm. Yes, good
0: we'll idea. We we'll clean it in your bathtub, like my grandma. Oh, awesome! <laughs>
1: Fantastic.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, I paired uh, different sockets from places like uh, Lush, Popcorn, Heaven's Table, uh, Indulgence, Chocolates, Transfer Pizza, Real Chili. Uh, people look at me crazy. Like I love Real Chili. I don't. They don't understand why. I guess people are born and raised here. They take advantage of it. I think people don't really appreciate what Real Chili is about because yeah, I think people they, are here. Yeah. Right? And I, I, I and I, it's a shame because the place is the bomb. Like,
1: they take the it whole, for granted, Tariq. I think, I think they, they, take they take it for take, granted. Yeah.
0: Uh, and they don't realize how good it is because they, they, you know, they just live here and they expect it, you know. But anyway, uh, I'm going to highlight some of them. Uh, we'll start with, like, popcorn. Like, Lush makes some great popcorn flavors. And I'm a big fan of their maple bourbon and their maple bourbon bacon, uh, if you're uh, uh, like bacon. And... You know, popcorn is known to be paired with champagne. People like popcorn and bubbles and snackies. And people talk about popcorn and champagne, like Oscar parties and stuff. So I was like, well, why not a sparkling sake? And people are like, I didn't know there was sparkling sake. I'm like, yes, there is sparkling Mm -hmm. sake. All flavors, not all flavors, all types and stuff. And this Mio sparkling sake, I guess you call it the king of the sparkling sake brands, um, really has an interesting flavor. It's no it's just rice koji yeast and water makes this sake and a a second fermentation to make it sparkly um but it has it's very it's sweets with notes of pears in there and you're like you feel like tasting like is there pears in here like no this is that's the beauty of sake it's all about technique and craft Mm -hmm. right it's like portions and time and temperature it's really about the skill um and this sake is really great. I love sharing this sake with people because most people think, oh, I don't like sake and I give them this. It's like, wow, I didn't think sake tastes like this. So I paired it with a, this sake that it has a little bit of a pear. And pear and bourbon has a really nice combination. You have those pear desserts where they have a bourbon sauce that goes over the pear, roasted pear. So I thought that'd be a perfect combination. And the saltiness and the sparkles and the bubbles go hand in hand. Um, another one, one of my favorite, One of my favorite sakes is, uh, which unfortunately you have to go get online, I only got one place so far, is a sake called a Tamagawa Time Machine 1712. Yes. Uh, It's uh, made by this uh, 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 Koji Toji uh, brewmaster Um, that's uh, from England originally. He's the first uh, foreign-born Toji of, of a sake brewery in Japan. Um, He's well-known. Found this recipe, sake recipe from 1712 uh, and started making it. Comes in a really small, I think 350 milliliter bottle. Um, And it's amber in color and it has a viscosity of like Hennessy. It tastes like aged honey, a little bit of soy, very umami and sweet notes. And I thought, this is kind of like a dessert kind of, uh, uh, equivalent of dessert wine in sake. And I thought, what better to pair than some chocolates from indulgence chocolates? And I kind of picked uh, the rose petal because I felt like that would pair very well with this kind of honey age honey and kind of because uh, it has this sweetness on the nose and it has, it kind of gets a little sharp in the back end, and I thought this is a really good one um, to have. And one more, I'm going to talk about real chili. Um, again, I paired really chili. it's spicy. And things you pair with spicy foods is usually something sweet or creamy, right? Mm-hmm. So I picked a nigori sake, which is coarsely filtered sake. Most people call it unfiltered, which is not true. All sake is filtered. Um, it's kind of, like call it cloudy sake. So a little bit of the rice sediment comes through and it, it looks cloudy and white. And some nigori can be a little sweet too. So it's like when you eat a spicy food, you eat milk and kind of stuff. And this is kind of like that same kind of premise. And that kind of, you know, the spicy and the sweetness kind of cuts through it and be a fun little pairing real chili to cool off the the little the the very bold flavors of real chili with this really rich sake. Um, so those are some of the pairings I've had. There's three other ones over at the website. We'll post links again at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bites. Did you try any of these pairings at all? Did I you, have,
1: you know, I haven't done that yet. Um, and of course, the one I really want to try is that
0: Tamagawa.
1: That one.
0: I might order a couple bottles before it gets cold again, and I'll get you one. Okay,
1: get me one. Get me one.
0: Yeah. Because that's <laughs> what I do, unlike you. You know, I order I
1: take my
0: friends. <laughs> I take yeah.
1: Heaps. And um, I you, you give them birthday gifts and you um Yep.
0: I, get you, you, I send you flowers. You send me flowers.
1: flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's amazing what you do. Yeah,
0: and, and, <laughs> and what do I get in return? I don't even get a lousy T-shirt in butt return. Butt kiss.
1: You get butt yeah. kiss in return. Yeah.
0: Uh, and finally, um, over in urban Milwaukee, I, I I guess I didn't even know this. You knew about this, uh, Tess, chef. Um, is planning to leave to start a new restaurant.
1: Yeah. Martin Magana, who has been a test for like, I don't know, eight years, he's going to be leaving to focus on this pop-up that he's been doing called Troublemaker's Cochina. And he's hoping to have a brick-and-mortar location um, for it. Uh, And... Yeah, so he's 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 leaving he's leaving Tess, which is really sad. And you you probably know too that he had a restaurant at Crossroads Collective called Frida for a while. Oh yeah, but he yeah. closed that too. Mm. So, um, uh, so yeah, I'm 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 sad to see him leave Tess, but I'm excited about this new uh, this new venture.
0: And a new venture, I guess. Uh, Facebook page touts mad mexican yeah uh and it's called uh focus to his troublemakers cochina pop-up restaurant that will uh hopefully have roots in bayview with a brick and mortar location um and carol deptola of a journal central reports troublemakers has other ideas for projects like late night weekend pop-ups around the city that pair elevated mexican appetizers with cocktails which sounds c- exciting uh, so, and, but they the, the next pop-up they're going to do, um, is September 29th. That's part of a, part of a monthly dinner at Sugar Maple in Bayview. Uh, and there'll be links at their Facebook page and we'll post links to, to at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bites. Kind of like that Mexican appetizers with cocktails. Yeah. That sounds kind of nice. Maybe, yeah. maybe you could
1: talk to him about doing Mexican appetizers and sake.
0: There's actually a Mexican sake brewery that opened up not too long ago. Oh, uh, Nami, I think it's called. Yeah, it's a really I've been watching while on their Instagram. So it's a Mexican-born sake brewery that recently opened, maybe a few months ago. Um, look like they they just have pictures of their sake with Mexican dishes. Um, I love to try to get that sake here. It looks really good, but they like they basically trying to create sake with kind of a Mexican. um Tradition, Mm -hmm. I guess, which I don't know exactly what that means, but I'm kind of, it makes me really curious what kind of things are doing differently for that that brewery. Um, But anyway, well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is. Produced by Kenny Perez, handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and Feeding America, Eastern Wisconsin, and generosity from your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Find us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, NPR, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please remember, rate and review. And as always, and stay hungry
1: keep them a Lord cold.
0: Have a great weekend, Ed.
1: You too. Have a nice long weekend.